The podcast this week is brought to you by DoorCountyTickets.com. Door County Tickets is an online ticket portal dedicated exclusively to Door County events like the Door County Beer Festival, the Peninsula Century Spring and Autumn Classics, and musical acts throughout the county. For more information, visit DoorCountyTickets.com. County, and we are here to deliver your weekend primer. I'm Andrew Clyden. And I'm Matthew Marcon, and this is what's happening in Door County this weekend. On Friday, August 10th, is the Cabaret at the Crest. Mary Riley and her accompanist, Joan Mead, make their Door County debut in Playing for Keeps, an entertaining evening of songs from Broadway and more. This is such a great... Uh, venue for this, the Donald and Carol Crest Pavilion. I've been there a couple of times for mixers and and different events like that, but I haven't seen any performances. And I I think that this is going to be a really cool new venue for different live music and other performance opportunities. Yeah, it's definitely one of the more cool venues that has a spectacular view because it's overlooking Green Bay and it's just it's just an unbelievable view. But the more important thing is what kind of Broadway songs are you hoping she performs? I really like a like a mix of different stuff. The great thing about Broadway is that it tends to follow the popular conventions of the time, but maybe 10 years old. So like uh, newer musicals like Hamilton and Dear Evan Hansen, Waitress, they're they're very trendy and they're very pop inspired, but their sound is is very distinctly 10 or 20 years old. I mean, even Lin-Manuel Miranda, who a lot of his inspirations for Hamilton were uh, Dr. Dre and Biggie and some of the, the big rap names from the 80s and 90s, you know, he wasn't referencing Kanye or right. anything like that. Um, and that's what I love about Broadway. I mean, my background is in in theater and musical theater specifically. So um, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing a, a great mix of old show tunes and new hits and, and all of that. If you are interested in a swinging good time, Bjork London and Bailey's Harbor is hosting the seventh annual Fiddle Festival featuring Fiddle's Hanky Castle and others. Have you you did some research on the Fiddle Fest? So this is their seventh one. I've never been, but what can you expect there? I did a small, basic amount of research. So I just looked into the main fiddler who is coming. Um, Hanky is, I believe, her name. Like that's probably super wrong, but that's okay. And she has a couple albums on Spotify, and it's actually it's actually some really good stuff. It's um, a lot of up tempo, a lot of swinging good fiddle stuff, and it's it's definitely not a um, like an old, you know, like slow movie. It's definitely something you can like get up and dance around to, which it seems like a lot of fun for a full fiddle festival. Sure. Is it is it The Devil Went Down to Georgia or is it Lindsey Sterling? It's 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 like right in the middle. So it's not like an old like country kind of Devil Went Down to Georgia, but it's not as techno-y as Lindsey Sterling. Sure. Well, it's also the Nordic Fiddle Fest, so I'm assuming you'll get uh, a different vibe out of this music anyway. I really like Celtic music and that kind of cool flair that gets put on, especially when you when you take that musical styling and, and perform it in a more contemporary way. I think that that's really neat. Yeah, and I'm sure that there will be some more traditional Nordic fiddling going on, but the, um, for, for at least the person that I looked into, she her stuff was really good, and it was very up-tempo and upbeat, and it, it, w- it seems like a lot of fun. Very cool. Moving on to Saturday, August 11th, if you love Door County festivals, then you're in luck because there are five different festivals happening around the county this five? Saturday. Five? Five of them. Ah! 
first up, Sturgeon Bay's Maritime Week is concluding with its Maritime on Madison Festival. This is a family-friendly day of live entertainment, food, children's activities, and more on Sturgeon Bay's West Side Waterfront. Uh, Sturgeon Bay, we talked about Maritime Week mm-hmm. before. This is kind of the, the big culminating event. If you didn't make it down to Sturgeon Bay this week, you definitely should on Saturday to partake. Sturgeon Bay has such a, a rich maritime history. There's plenty to do both on the water and on shore. Yeah, yeah. Sturgeon Bay is going to be packed this weekend. Also on Saturday is the 28th annual Classic and Wooden Boat Festival. You'll be able to take in classic and wooden boats. Also enjoy watching a two-person team build and race boats in the Sycaflex. Sycaflex? I'm, I don't know how to... You're giving me all the hard words to pronounce today, Andrew, but there's the Sycaflex event. And that seems like a lot of fun. Yeah. So from what I understand, they're going. There's a. a there's going to be teams of two that are building and then racing. Is is this a distance event or are trying to see how long the boats stay above water? I think it's. I think it's how long. Okay. Um. That's. I think that's what I read. Um. But it's kind of like the um like the Red Bull gives you wings challenge or yeah. whatever, where they like shoot off homemade airplanes to see how far you can go. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that's kind of like the same thing here. Yeah, I made it to the Wooden Boat Festival in Sister Bay a couple years ago, and it's really cool. I mean, these boats, you you take for granted just how beautiful these boats can be. Um, the ones that you'll see on display down in Sturgeon Bay this week, they're, they're marvels of engineering, but also works of art in a lot of ways. I mean, they're, they're really beautiful stuff. Um, I love all of the different boat festivals up here, from the Wooden Boat Fest to the Tall Ship Festival in Sturgeon Bay. It's just cool to see the different sides of the maritime industry Sure, that uh, I feel like we are blessed to see up here in Door County, especially, you know, with our jobs with The Pulse and Peninsula Filmworks. We do a lot of journalism and we, we meet a lot of people involved in the maritime industry. But when you're up here as a vacationer, you might see, you know, more paddleboarding and jet skiing and pontoons. But to see these like classic boats all the way from these these small, beautiful wooden boats up to the big thousand footers that come in for the winter fleet, uh, it's it's a really cool place to take in all of that maritime tradition. And then also it's no we're not done in Sturgeon Bay yet, Andrew. It's not even close to being done because there are still fireworks at the end of the day to celebrate the end of Maritime Week. Yeah, if you didn't get enough fireworks during Fourth of July, you get another shot at them uh, coming up this weekend. Afterwards, you can take a trip up north for the Ellison Bay Goes Hog Wild Festival. This is going to be a celebration of all things pig. There's a pig roast with music by Copper Box and Remington's Ride. Children's activities, there's going to be raffles and more. Do you, do you enjoy a good pig roast, Matt? Uh, I don't know if I've ever had a pig roast, but you're super excited for this, aren't you? Yeah, I, uh, I went to... One of my friends got married and they did their whole celebration and reception in their backyard and they they had a big pig roast there and that was really cool to see from, you know, the the way that the pig is prepared to, you know, getting to taste it afterwards. And, and I like a pig roast or pulled pork or anything like that. So um, a little bit different if, you, uh, if you've had enough fair food from the Door County Fair last week, uh, get up and try something different at the Hog Wild Festival. So we've had a lot of festivals today already. Did these tire you out? Wheel, check your exhaust system because this one might be right up your engine. The Door County Sports and Classic Car Show at the Harborview Park in Egg Harbor. All right. I 
on top of hating all those puns just as is, uh, I don't I don't know if this might be up your engine is a good pun. You know, it's hard to come up with a lot of car puns, Andrew. I, it's well, tough. Like, this might be in your wheelhouse would have been good. That's so good. But three wheel puns in a row, that's tough. Yeah, no, that's fair. That might know. be overkill, even for me. This might be up your engine sounds like something you'd yell at somebody on the street who up cut you engine. off. Like, hey, up your engine, buddy. So yeah, the Door County Sports and Classic Car Show at Harborview Park in Egg Harbor. Such a beautiful location to do something like this. Yeah. Um, Harborview Park is uh, right off of 42 in Egg Harbor. It looks out over the marina uh, and over the water. The The sunsets go down over there. It, it's a beautiful place for something like this. Uh, are you much into classic cars? Not really. I mean, every I think every kid goes through a phase of like, oh, I'm super into cars, but um, not so much anymore. Just... Just get one that that drives well, and that's about it. Yeah, my dad was really into cars. Like, growing up, that was my big connection to it. My dad had, you know how, like, your dad will tell you stories growing up, and you'll believe them because you're a kid and he's your dad? Right. Uh, I still believe my dad. Right. But my dad, um, we we talked last week about how my dad was a wrestler. My dad also has a (laughs) superpower that he can name any classic car just by hearing it or seeing it. Like, we would be driving down the road and he, we'd hear this, you know, this big engine take off and he'd be like, oh, that's a 67 Chevy, some blah, blah, blah. Like, that was his thing. Or he'd see a car, like, like we'd be driving and he'd go, oh, look at that. And he'd, like, look out the, the window as a car passed and he'd be like, oh, that's a 1942 Phillips. Just, that was his whole thing. Like, yeah. that was his superpower. So I grew up going to car shows and, and having an appreciation for that. Uh, I know my sister still loves to go to car shows with my dad. Um, but I haven't been to one in a while, and this might be the perfect opportunity to go do that. Um, like I said, Harborview Park is such a beautiful location for it. Um, I might make my way down. Yeah, definitely a nice little opportunity to get a nice little photo op with a nice car with the with the water in the background. Maybe get a nice sunset pic. That's mm-hmm. a nice wallpaper for your computer. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go take selfies with all the cars. And I'm going to post Ooh, yeah. them on social media and be like, look at my sick ride. Do it. Finally, on Sunday, August 12th, you can finish the weekend by taking in the Drowsy Chaperone at Peninsula Players. Peninsula Filmworks is doing all of the archival videos for Pen Players this year. Uh, so I've, I've got to see every show, and Drowsy Chaperone was really, really great. Yeah, I haven't gotten a chance to see it, but I did know that you were able to see it with uh, Peninsula Filmworks, so I just wanted to get your take on it, and that's why we threw it in the uh, rundown today. Yeah, it's really good. They they brought in a new director last year to do uh, Peter and the Starcatcher, mm-hmm. and I didn't see Peter and the Starcatcher, but I saw this, and this new director really is a breath of fresh air. I mean, I, I love pen players and I love what they do. They remind me very much of a, a state theater or a regional theater. Like I always uh, compare them to the Guthrie Theater in Minneapolis. They're very similar in that way. But they've also been around forever. They have a clientele that comes back year after year. So I feel that some of the play choices that they that they pick or some of the directing style that they've done can play it safe in, in some respects. And I think that that's totally fair. Uh, but at the same time, this new director that they brought in really shakes things up and, and plays this show in a, in a very different, very honest and very funny way. Um, one of the great things about pen players is that they bring, uh, the same actors back every year that they can. Uh, they have a really loyal cast that returns year after year to do shows there, um, so you get to see these actors that you fall in love with year after year in all these different roles. Uh, Sean Fortunato, mm-hmm. who comes back every He's year. Great. Um, he 
the the character that he's playing in the Drowsy Chaperone is similar to characters that I've seen him play before. But under this new direction, he really gets to like dig in and go further with it than I've ever seen him go before. It's really funny. Um, there, there's just this this element. It's a very meta theatrical show. So it's a show about theater. Uh, you're watching a show at Penn Players mm-hmm. about a person, Greg Vinkler, who's listening to his favorite show on vinyl. And it, it's this really interesting, super funny romp through this fake show that doesn't really exist. Um, but one of the things that I loved about the directing style is that he didn't just turn to the Penn Players cast and say, okay, you are playing this character. Uh-huh. It felt like he was saying, you are playing... Liza Minnelli, who is playing this character. Okay. So there was this element of playfulness, this layer of meta theatricality on everything that made it really funny. And uh, I, I was filming it, like I said, for their archival videos, and it was so hard for me not to laugh directly because I was sitting right behind the microphone. So I was constantly like turning my face and laughing into my hands. It's so funny and so honest, and I just really had a good time with it. So, um, as you know, a, a person who's had this in his background before, I, I wholeheartedly recommend this show. I think it's great for for people who are really into theater and people who who aren't so much. It, it's the perfect kind of show that anybody can take in. But we're not saying that the other shows are bad. This is just like a different kind of flavor for Peninsula players. Right. It, it's it's this total breath of fresh air. Um, the Like I said, it, I think everything that they've done before, they've built their audience over time and they're constantly bringing in new people, but they are, they're playing to an established group. And I think that this show in particular breaks some of the conventions that I've seen done at Penn Players before. And it, it just, it goes further and holds on to moments longer and it just, it felt really fresh. So I definitely recommend it. Sure. So it's like, it's like everyone likes a Hershey bar, right? But every now and then you can eat a Hershey bar every day and probably won't get tired of it because it's just consistent, nice chocolate. But every now and then you kind of need like a little bit of flavor. So you throw in some peanut butter or something, mm-hmm. some nuts and get like a Reese's peanut butter cup or something like that. That's kind of what you're saying. Well, and one thing that I love about what Pen Players has been doing recently is over the last couple of years, they've been bringing in new work. They did a show a couple of years ago called Tin Woman. That was a, a newly written piece that I think if it didn't premiere at Pen Players, it was maybe the second time that it had been shown. Okay. Uh, And then this year they did Now and Then, which was written by the same person. So they've been bringing in this new work every year, which has been great. So you'll, uh, when we've talked to Greg Vinkler, the artistic director before, his big goal is that he will pick five shows in a season and those five shows will give you five totally different experiences. So it's been great that he'll do a musical, he'll do a drama, a comedy, and he'll bring in these different stuff. But I also really appreciate that they're bringing in new work as well yeah. and not just digging into the archive or, or, or picking the tried and true pieces every year. They're they're taking chances on new works that they believe in. And I think that that's really cool. Um, as a theater professional, I really uh, appreciate that. Um, but like I said with Drazi Chaperone, bringing in new uh, direction, new creative direction, I think really works for them. And it's a way to, to shake things up. And, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So we're just saying that if you like a Reese's peanut butter cup, you're probably going to like the drowsy chaperone. Yes. I think that that's what I said in a nutshell. Yes. I'm just, I'm just here to sum it all up for everyone. Perfect. 
I think that that's just about going to do it for us this week. Thanks a lot for chatting with me. I look forward to seeing you at the Hog Wild Fest. Uh, I'm not going to be at the Hog Wild Fest. I'm going to be at the car show. Well, we'll try to hit both. Great. If you're looking for more things to do this weekend, check out the events calendar at DoorCountyPulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse, available every Friday throughout Door County. And don't forget to subscribe to Door County Podcasts for your weekly Pulse picks, interviews, and exclusive content from the Peninsula Pulse. You can find us on DoorCountyPulse.com, on iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.